Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Maxine Fothergill, who has ran her own letting agency and block management business now for well over 20 years. She just happens to be the ARLA president, but we're not here to talk about that today. Um, I want to talk to you about your lessons over the last 20 years about getting and also retaining good staff. Talk to me. Um, I think one thing that I have learned over the years is that it is vital when you are a business owner that you make sure that you actually get the right people. Um, for me, I have made some big mistakes over the years, so I feel I'm quite qualified in actually being able to talk about this subject today. Um, big lessons learnt for me, Chris, has probably been never assume. Um, it really does start at interview stage. So setting the scene, talking to people about your expectations, I think is, is probably one of the most important things. Um, also, depending on the level that you're actually taking people on at, um, obviously, if you're taking on an apprentice, then they're going to be a school leaver. And so you're going to be training them, you're going to be teaching them, and you're, you're setting the expectations right in the first place to, to make sure that they get one, they get a good education and they are well trained and they're not treated like the tea boy or the tea girl because that's fundamentally wrong to do that. They're there to learn. Um, but equally, if you're taking on somebody who's, who's there at a high level to be a branch manager um, and to run the business, um, then it's really important that you make sure that you're actually getting the right people. Um, for us recently, uh, we actually used a company that did personal profiling. Um, because for me it was so important during my year of presidency that I've got the right person in place. Um, and so it was worth actually going through that to be able to know what the people were like and you know who was going to be the absolute right choice. Did you know what you were looking for in a profile? Because it's all very good getting a profile saying this, but you know, Definitely. you ask any valuer, they're going to be outward going people people, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's that is vital. So having the actual expectations, you know, the, the template of what you actually need in that person. But it doesn't just stop there neither. It's also making sure that there is a structure in place um, so that they are they're properly managed. So even when I'm not there, there's still got to be that structure in place to make sure that the, the expectations, that targets are set, um, that regular one-to-ones are actually held, even if it's over the phone, you know, while I'm out and about over the country. It's really important. It's important for me that I also support my staff well. Um, and, you know, that they are, my staff are AMAX. They are me. They are the face of my company, and especially when I'm not there. So it's really important that we actually work to all the same values um, and moving forward as a company that we actually all share those values. Interesting. You talk about uh, values and culture. How, how would you describe your culture in, in AMAX? Uh, being a small company, it's always been referred to me as like we're like a family company. Actually, I think that that's quite nice. Um, this, that my team are a great team. I'm very lucky that I've got a really, really great team behind me. Um, we work hard during the daytime, 
and we enjoy going out and having some time together when we can um, outside of work. So that is, I think that's important, you know, that, that networking, spending time outside, especially when you're really busy and, you, and people are actually working to deadlines, to actually like take them out for an evening, Chinese, you know, somewhere nice, I think is really important. And it actually shows that people are being valued and respected as well. Did you learn anything differently about your staff and retaining them during COVID? Uh, COVID was a very difficult situation and it was certainly unprecedented and something that I think none of us actually expected. <laughs> I didn't even know how to do a Zoom. I didn't even know what a Zoom was. Um, it's, what I will say is that the staff that were there at the time actually did rise the bait. Uh, I was away out, out the country when all this came about and I ended up getting... Um, literally stuck out of the country for a further three days at the start of the close down where they, they literally stopped everything. Um, and my staff were absolutely wonderful. They sorted out everything. They got our IT guy in. Um, everybody um, managed to get their phones sorted out. So they had call diverts. Uh, they, we work on 360, on Microsoft 360. So they were able to still access all of their work. Um, and uh, what we did, um, they worked out a rotor process because when you're in property management, the job doesn't stop. You've still got to chase the rents. You've still got to open the post. You've still got to bank the checks. You've still got to do the day-to-day -day stuff. And you've still got to deal with the disrepair and the landlords and all the other trials and tribulations that we have to deal with on a on a day-to-day -day basis. When you do get a bad apple, um do you think in the past you've been too hesitant in sacking people or? No, I've been too lenient in the past in actually trying to give them every opportunity. Um, and that has probably been one of my biggest learning points for me. Not managing as I maybe should have because I am extremely trusting. And I think over the years I've come to realise and, and to learn that that's such an important aspect to actually not not assume and uh, to to make sure that when you are taking on staff that there are these regular dialogues that go on and expectations are met and targets are met and if people aren't in the right job and there are, are a square peg in a round hole then when to say that it's the right time to go and not to just you know put up so basically what you're saying is is you need to be accountable to yourself before you can be accountable to your team and, and, and the team back accountable back to you, really. Is that what you're trying to yes, say? Yes, really, yeah. yeah. It's a two-way street. I mean, I've always said being a good manager is, is a boss is setting what the targets are and giving praise where praise is due, and bollockings, technical term that is, um, where bollockings are due. Do you, th do you think your balance between praise and, and rollickings, as my nan would say, <laughs> are, 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 are better than they used to be? Much better, yeah. Yeah, which which one do you think you were to do you think you were balanced at the start you know in your first formative years do you think you were too good at praise and not enough at bollocking or other way around or uh, I think I was probably too I, I probably didn't like telling people off you know it's, it, it is a difficult thing it's you know a management skill and a learnt skill and if you you, you how, don't how really you like learn? confrontation so how did you learn then has that just come with experience? It, it has, definitely, yeah. Um, and I think also, I mean, I'm a great advocate of training. I've put myself on lots of different training courses. And I did the leadership and management course. 
and I think that that was really helpful. That certainly, you know, brought about some some uh, great ideas of how to be a better manager and manage expectations. There you go, boys and girls. Get yourself some training, and if and if you've already know it, then it's development, isn't it? Because that, is, yeah. Is, yeah. Thank you for your time today, Maxine. You've been an absolute star. I'd like to talk to you in some separate videos about Roper, your your time as Isla president, and the future of our uh, property mark. Thanks very much. Thank you.